0: Hi, this is Carrie. And this is Erin. And we're Keeping, keeping busy.
1: busy. So Sorry the episode's a little late, but we have some very exciting um, savory pastries. Oh, I keep saying that.
0: Savory pasties to share. Mm, they are pasties and pastries. <laughs>
1: it's true. For the crust, we both use the same recipe. We are looking at easy beef pasties at
0: dot com. i am actually not looking at it because every time i try to pull up the website my internet (laughs) crashes on me so i'm just gonna pretend i'm looking at it and you can talk about the recipe
1: (laughs) (laughs) that sounds good uh it was a pretty straightforward buttermilk flaky pastry um really
0: easy to make it was super easy to make yeah Um, I don't know about you, but I made mine in my food processor, which makes pie crusts so much better than ever before anyway.
1: Yeah, I did that too. And I feel like it was cheating. You know, we watched that episode of the Great British Bake Off and nobody there used a a food processor. They were just kind of squishing the butter into the flour with their hands. And I felt like I was cheating, but I didn't give a crap.
0: Yeah, I didn't give a crap either.
1: Who got time for that?
0: Bullshit.
1: That's (laughs) right.
0: Can I not swear? I don't even know.
1: Um, I have bleeped it out in the past. So. Okay,
0: don't no one got time to squish butter into pastry.
1: <laughs> By hand? Heck no.
0: That's why I bought a food processor.
1: Exactly, to make super fast crust things like this. And yes. if your nails are long at all, you're just going to squish butter under <sighs> them and that's that just so gross. So gross.
0: That no, you get more you. crust-like layered all along your fingers and you're trying to scrape it off on yeah it's just a mess food processor all the way baby heck yeah yeah And
1: i I couldn't find buttermilk either uh in the grocery store when i went so i did the um a cup of regular milk with either a tablespoon of lemon juice or white vinegar it'll sour it it's a good buttermilk
0: substitute yeah i did actually find buttermilk But um, I have to say, though I did like the crust, I thought it came out good. It didn't look quite as beautifully flaky as it does in the picture on the website. Mine didn't come out quite so wonderful and with the layers coming apart Mm -hmm. at the seams.
1: Yeah, mine didn't either.
0: So how did you you form yours? Did you use one of those dumpling makers or did you just make them by hand? Did they look like raviolis? How did yours come out?
1: I ended up making... Uh, two different forms of this because I did the first half of the dough I rolled it out and I um, cut it into little circles and I used a muffin pan and um, so I squished it into the muffin pan put in some baking weights or I realistically I used dry beans <laughs> so I, I cooked the the bottom just for like 10 minutes took the beans out put the filling in Put another layer on top so I would have little hand pies and then I cooked that for about 15 minutes and they came out really tasty but then I had the second half of the dough and it was just too much work so I just made two giant uh I don't know turnovers giant
0: like meat turnovers turnovers yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's (laughs) That's, I mean that's kind of how it looks on on the website to be fair so I um I did the muffin tin trick as well as I, I think I said that at the end of the episode, that I was thinking about doing that because they look like little tiny pot pies, which is yeah, which is pretty pleasing. And the high fat content of the crust allows you to kind of just twist them in the muffin tin and lift them right out, and they're perfectly formed little pies. And it's very, mm-hmm. very nice looking. I would have, I didn't blind bake the bottom crust, um, I just put the raw crust in and then the filling in, which the filling was cooked and then the crust on top. Um, I figured I wasn't too worried about them undercooking because there wasn't any eggs in them to begin with and I was probably going to put them in long enough. I didn't use the egg wash, so the tops of my pies didn't look quite so brown and lovely either. I could have left them in a little longer, but I was hungry. I wanted to eat them. (laughs) (laughs)
1: They were really tasty. I did do the egg wash. I wanted to to bake the bottoms of the the little pies just because my filling was a little gooey. Okay. Yeah. And I didn't want it to not cook because there was too much. To soften
0: up the, yeah.
1: Yeah. So what did you put in your pies?
0: I did a very similar recipe to what she has on the site. I did a, I did beef tenderloin tips for the meat. And I seasoned them just really plain with salt and pepper. And I seared them every single side of the tips uh, really, really well in a cast iron pan. Then I cut them up into little, tiny, tiny, tiny little pieces of beef and set them off into the side so that, you know, I wanted all the pieces to be really small because I knew they were going to be very small pies to begin with. Mm -hmm. I also did carrots and potatoes and I think a little bit of onion and celery, and I cooked that all together once I had the meat chopped up small. Then I did a little bit of deglazing with beef broth, threw in a little bit of thyme, and some extra onion and garlic powder, and a little bit of a cornstarch roux. So that's how I did the filling, and once I stuck them, the little Uh, Pie crusts I cut with biscuit cutters and lined the muffin tins and used a cookie scooper to portion them out and then do the tops. So what was the filling that you used in yours? Mine was, I guess, just like a standard. It was almost like beef stew in a pie.
1: I ended up going with that as well. Um, When we had picked this recipe last time, uh, I said I was going to use pulled pork because we had made this big pulled pork. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, But we ended up freezing a bunch of it. And eating the rest before I made the pastries. So, um, I also went with a beef stew kind of thing. I definitely chopped my beefs just a little too big, mm-hmm. which did make it difficult. I wish I had chopped them a little smaller, but it sounds like we made something fairly similar. I did uh, beef, onion, and carrots, and garlic. I don't remember, shoot, I think there was like thyme, oregano, uh, garlic powder, probably, you know, some basic savory herbs. Yeah, um, sure. And uh, just some beef stock and corn syrup to thicken
0: it up. Corn starch? Yes. <laughs> corn starch. <laughs> I'm Delicious. telling you, I know that there's already crust involved, so people might think, oh, all my carbohydrates are already in there already. The potatoes were amazing. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm a huge potato fan. So having the beef and carrots and potatoes, it's mm-hmm. like... Whew, that's a meal.
1: <laughs> it was. It was really delicious. Was yours very saucy? It wasn't too bad when I was done. I was worried it was going to be saucier. So I had made the filling ahead of time. And then, so it was in the fridge and congealed a little bit. So when I was scooping it in, ah. I was worried it would loosen up mm-hmm. like during the baking process. But it came out pretty perfect, if I don't say so myself.
0: Yeah, I was I was happy with the amount of moisture in mine, too. It was enough to keep everything flavorful and with just a hint of gravy on it, but without having any actual liquid in the bottom. Mm-hmm. That's the the balance that
1: you got to strike. And that's kind of tricky.
0: So all in all, beef hand pies. Yes. Heck yeah, beef hand pies. Heck Yeah. I mean, I will I will say one thing. Do not start making beef hand pies when you are hungry. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what I did. I was like, oh, tonight's the night I'm making beef hand pies. Oh, it's 5 o'clock. I should start dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why my crust didn't get cooked enough. Because after having made the crust, instantly putting it in the refrigerator and then turning around to make the filling... And then having to bake it, you know, is basically like the time it usually takes me to make three separate meals. (laughs) Right. I was just staring at them in the oven, just willing (laughs) them to brown faster because I was so hungry. This is definitely one of those things that you can
1: make the components ahead of time, you know, in big batches if you want. Especially if you're very
0: smart. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then you can dole it out little by little. I would say uh, doing the muffins. Muffin tins were, you know, more labor intensive. If you want something a little easier, you can do the turnover style, which is just going to be faster for you.
0: Yeah. What did you feel? How did you feel about the um crust to filling ratio of the turnovers versus the muffins? The muffins were better. Yeah. For that. It's hard to get a well filled turnover.
1: Yeah, because if there's going to be like a section where it's popping out a little bit, and then another section where, um. You have too much dough, or at least in my lazy way of doing it, that's what happened.
0: Plus, I feel like you have to use more dough on the seam to make sure that it doesn't leak out. Whereas with the muffins, since the seam is at the top already, you're not so much worried about so much liquid coming out of there. Yeah.
1: And the muffins are just uh, cuter and more fun
0: to eat. Yeah. Just in general. I I was surprised that my children, they ate the filling out and they didn't really go for the pie crust, which all my kids are all about carbs. They constantly want cereal and waffle and bread and anything that's made from flour. (laughs) (laughs) So I was very surprised, but I have to say even their leftovers the next day, the pie crust was great. I mean, I think it held up really well through um cooking it with the filling and and having it stay in the fridge overnight to reheat, the, the crust was still great. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the crust.
1: It was really good. I think I didn't put enough buttermilk. I think I was a little cautious with that. Uh and I should have put a little bit more because rolling it out was really difficult and getting it stick together. It was dry? Yeah. Yeah. But that that was just my execution. It was just a little bit. That's like my only complaint. And that's execution on me. So my bad. But I did have to, you know, I I cut my pieces for the bottom of the tins. And then I had to kind of re roll it together, which I know is a no no when you're doing these kinds of of doughs. You usually don't want to overwork it. But it was, I just had too much waste. So I just kept going and it really wasn't that bad. This held up pretty well for being reworked.
0: I think I would also love to make this. I don't really like the short, short crust. Is that what it's called? (laughs) I don't really like the sweetened crusts that people use for apple pies and, and fruit pies like that. I like just a standard unsweetened pie crust for basically all of my pies. So I would love to try this even for a fruit pie
1: yeah if you don't want it overly sweet yeah this would be a good
0: one i would love to see a i have to say because i was so hungry i didn't get very good pictures i got a couple pictures they're Mm -hmm. not very good i'd love to see pictures of yours do you have ones of the muffins and the turnovers
1: i didn't take the turnovers were really ugly just because
0: (laughs) they were all lumpy and misshapen
1: i took the, the second half of the dough i rolled it out cut it in half and just made two giant turnovers cuz i was like so over it by then yeah so they were ugly and just kind of misshapen and i didn't bother with uh taking pictures of those but the the hand pies came out
0: nicely and for all you listeners out there we were going to share the good and bad of our tiny pie pictures on our facebook page mhm
1: do you see it i do see it Isn't it beautiful?
0: It's beautiful. That's also a child's plate. They look teensy. (laughs) I mean, I guess they are teensy.
1: So I did the egg wash. So mine are...
0: Shiny and beautiful?
1: Golden, I was going to say.
0: (gasps) Oh, wow. Those are lovely looking. And your crust looks flakier too. It's because
1: I had to kind of squish some pieces.
0: Oh, I was going to say maybe it was better though to go light on the buttermilk can see mine looks like a pale lard crust
1: i have one that my husband bit into so you can kind of see
0: oof, oof, oh yours looks so much better than mine
1: i don't think so yours so the it looks like the lid is very separate is that just the way
0: i was running out of dough okay <laughs> <laughs> fair enough so um and i also wanted them to be really full So I was kind of trying to find a happy medium between filling them as much as humanly possible and not running out of dough. So I was kind of stretching the lids over and just kind of tucking the sides barely so they didn't really seal. So yeah, when I took them out, it was very easy to just take the tops off. (laughs) (laughs) Your crust looks so much better. Oh my gosh, I want to eat yours.
1: I think it's just the egg wash that makes it good. How many did you get out of this recipe?
0: I ran out of something. I can't remember what it was. Maybe butter. Maybe my other stick of – it, does it take a t- cup of butter?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's two sticks of cold butter.
0: Okay, yeah. So I think I only had one stick of cold butter and all my other butter was frozen. So I think I only did half of the crust recipe. And as you can see in my picture, there is a tiny pie and there are some green beans. And on the other side of the green beans is a pile of the filling. So I was so desperate to eat them. I made the half a batch of pie dough, pie crust. Made as many as I could, which I think was 7. And then was like, "Here everybody, eat this beef stew on the side." <laughs> Just fork it up into your mouth.
1: <laughs> so I had I tried to um split the pie dough into two halves. Like I said, and the one half I got 6 I almost said cupcakes, which I guess is just as accurate. Six muffins. I got six muffins out of half, and then I made the two giant uh,
0: ugly things out of the other half.
1: So, sounds about right.
0: Yeah, so six or seven regular-sized muffin tins pies out of half a batch. And if you do a whole one, you probably get a dozen little pies. Mm-hmm. would be about right. And if you <laughs> if you stick with a dozen instead of going with 13 or 14... Maybe your pie crust lids will even stay on. So thank you to, what is the Baking Mischief?
1: That's right, bakingmischief.com. Wonderful recipe.
0: Thank you to bakingmischief.com for your lovely eye candy photos of your little beef pies, for the buttermilk pie crust recipe, and for just the delightfulness of eating meat in a pie. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So that brings us to our next episode is going to be a pretty special episode
1: mm-hmm.
0: because it will be our anniversary. Yay. One year of keeping busy. The one year of keeping busy's first actual, what is it called? Published podcast. <laughs> Air right, podcast. Right. The first one that we actually allowed people to listen to. That's right.
1: You don't
0: want to know about the others, I promise. Yeah, you can't. Uh, I don't even know if you want to know about the ones that are, you know. Hey now. now.
1: Let's be positive.
0: (laughs) Listen to all of them. They're great. We have Mm -hmm. small bits of wisdom in every single cast. So go if you just started listening to us, make sure you go back and listen to all of the ones that we've posted before now because man will we change your life. (laughs) <laughs> is that thinking positive enough?
1: That's, that's a little... Let's bring the expectations down a little bit. <laughs> Maybe not that much.
0: So we have decided for our one-year anniversary episode to go back and redo a recipe that we didn't really succeed on, and that is... We did maple fudge. Now, I'm saying... The maple fudge was awful. It came out crusty. Both of us had problems with it. Right. I think if I'm redoing fudge, I'm probably going to go chocolate. Are you going to go chocolate or are you going to try to go do the maple again?
1: (laughs) I don't think I'm going to do either of those. Ooh. I want something else. I don't know what yet. I know I should have picked by now, but I didn't. And um, I can't decide. I want something light and creamy i don't
0: know so basically i remember our first episode about fudge and probably the one prior to it where we talked about doing fudge for the next episode and i probably gave a whole bunch of arguments about how nothing is fudge unless it's brown because that (laughs) is my honest to god true belief Mm -hmm. so basically what you're saying is you're going to make a candy that is fudge-like, <laughs> but probably not something that would fall into the realm of fudge, in my opinion. Yeah. Something like strawberry cream fudge.
1: I'm thinking of like a vanilla fudge. I feel like peanut butter fudge is too overkill on the peanut butter.
0: Yeah, it can be. No, I'm lying. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm agreeing with you just to agree with you. I think peanut butter fudge is amazing. <laughs>
1: I'm looking at uh, some peanut butter fudge recipes, and what some people do is they do a layer of peanut butter fudge and then chocolate on top, so it's sort of like a buckeye. Oh, right. Which, maybe I'll try and do something like that. That sounds good. And then it's not too much of either flavor for me.
0: Yeah, that's a good idea. Or, I'm not sure how you feel about this combination. Some people love it, some people hate it. But hear me out. Mm Mm-hmm peanut butter, and jelly fudge. What the what?
1: Mm. <laughs> Hold on. I am all about peanut butter and jelly these days, and you just blew my mind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I feel, I don't know like how many recipes are out there for this, but I feel like you could go either way. You could either make a peanut butter fudge and swirl in some actual jam to the top once you pour it to set, or you could do a peanut butter fudge And like a vanilla white chocolate kind of fudge and then flavor it with jelly mixed into it and then swirl those two fudges together or layer them on top. Like even if you just did a strawberry or grape or cherry flavored fudge and then a peanut butter fudge, Mm -hmm. you can even smear, do two layers of peanut butter fudge and just smear jelly down the middle. Make a fudge sandwich. Like a peanut butter fudge sandwich. Okay, you've convinced
1: me. (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) make peanut butter and jelly fudge. I'm not going to commit yet to whether I'll do a swirl. I'm either going to do the swirl of jelly in the peanut butter fudge, or if I can find a good fruit fudge recipe, then I might do kind of a layered thing. We'll see.
0: Sounds good. But you're going to go chocolate? I think, I think, I mean, I'm kind of punking out. I'm not going to lie about it. I think the reason chocolate fudge has worked for me in the past is probably like most things with chocolate in it, I think the cocoa helps stabilize the confection and like keep it solid without having it over crystallize too much. I think chocolate ice creams are always creamier. I think chocolate fudge is easier to make. I think I just have better luck when things have chocolate in them. But um maybe I'll try to be brave. And and do something not chocolate. I'll think like about what? it. Oh, I don't know, like panucci, Ooh. which is basically just brown sugar. I mean, let's let's go right down to it. It's it's brown sugar flavor fudge because it's delicious.
1: Brown sugar, yeah. I mean, we we did the uh, oh, that was brown butter. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that but, I mean, was tasty, brown though. sugar
0: is what makes chocolate chip cookies taste amazing, mm-hmm. and. Brown sugar and cinnamon unfrosted Pop-Tarts are basically the best Pop-Tarts in existence. So, I mean, there's that. Actually, that might be interesting. What? If I did some kind of of a Panucci fudge with a cinnamon swirl, if we're going to do Ooh. swirly fudges, multi-flavored That's perfect. fudges.
1: We'll do swirl fudges. Ooh,
0: yeah, I'm very I'm excited now. I'm totally gonna ruin this now, but it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be very exciting. <laughs> Great.
1: Uh I just hope it I'm looking at the peanut butter swirl ones and it it seems like you gotta get it right so you don't have just like a bite into it, just a squish of mouthful of jelly.
0: Mm. But I'm sure I can do it. You know what too is um a lot of times with jelly recipes, if you're not actually baking the jelly into something like I know some thumbprint cookies you do the thumbprint and put the jelly in and then bake it and Mm -hmm. other ones you put the thumbprint in and put the jelly in afterwards sometimes it's good to reduce the jelly or the jam a little bit so it's not as soupy Mm, because you're not going to be you know cooking it otherwise
1: I'm distracted by recipes
0: I am too I was looking for one that was like a panucci cinnamon swirl but For some reason, even though people constantly put brown sugar and cinnamon together, Panucci cinnamon is not apparently a real combination. (laughs) It will be. I'm going to forge the path.
1: I believe in you. You can do it.
0: Yeah. Thank you. It's going to be amazing.
1: So what have you been up to since our last episode?
0: Oh, good question. I finished slippers that (gasps) didn't fit. (laughs) Yay! But I did finish them. I finished my mother-in-law's slippers. I used a completely different pattern than the one I started on, but I did complete them, and they look real. They look <laughs> like actual slippers. They don't look like a ball of, you know, shredded up yarn, which is uh, a good thing, but um, they were a little small for her feet. She, she was very gracious about it, and she liked them, and she said, don't worry, yarn always stretches. Uh-huh. That's nice yes so what about you
1: i made a bunny baby hat
0: oh do i get to see a picture of that too
1: yeah and uh, do you want oh i can turn on the video or i can send you a
0: picture oh yeah turn on the video
1: oh <gasps>
0: how yes. fast did you make that
1: this came out this was pretty pretty quick
0: wow that really looks like a bunny that's awesome
1: the ears i feel like are a little bit yoda-ish and i wish that they were a little bit longer I think it's pretty
0: cute. I think it's super cute. And I have told myself a million times that I'm going to make adorable animal hats for my children, and I just never do. So I'm very impressed, is what I'm saying.
1: We had a uh, a big travel weekend where we drove two hours up into New Hampshire, and then an hour halfway home for a family event, and then another, just because it was out of the way a little bit, another hour and a half back to the house and um whenever we're driving when i'm driving my husband can read on his phone or read a book or whatever and he doesn't get car sick yeah then when he's driving i can't do any of those things or i will get very motion sick and so i'm always deep down bitter
0: because you don't want to drive but you also realize that you can't actually do anything to pass the time
1: right so when when he's driving, like I need his attention because I got nothing else to do except to talk to him. Yeah. Or you know we'll play a podcast or something. But then when I'm driving and I try and talk to him, he's
0: very completely busy. zoned out. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> so I brought the the yarn with me. I I made the the hat part and I finished, uh, except for the assembling the ears. I finished one ear completely. And the other one was most of the way done. So when I got home, all I had to do was sort of assemble everything, do the the nose and the eyes. And he was all done. Nice. I got this pattern, found it on Ravelry, but it's from a website called (laughs) repeatcrafterme.com.
0: That's pretty good.
1: It's called Crochet Bunny Hat Pattern. And, of course, I did not follow the instructions, because who does that? <laughs> um, yeah, it said for yarn recommendations, worsted um, weight yarn. Uh, this person says they used Vanna's Choice Lion Brand. Who all use Vanna's Choice, and maybe this is be, me being mean and snooty, but that stuff is just not very high quality, I feel like. Okay. As far as if, if you're talking softness level,
0: yeah, for baby is it was kind hat? of, yeah, scratchy for baby yeah. hat making.
1: Right. So I, out of my stash, I pulled a white, uh, it, it was a heavier weight yarn. I'm not even sure exactly what weight it was because it was just left over from another project, but it was definitely a thicker yarn and a softer yarn. And so I had to modify the pattern a little bit. And I think that's why the ears are so floppy. Where they're, they're wider than they are long. And in the picture, the ears are, are yeah a little bit more
0: proportioned.
1: In the end, I'm very happy with it. So there.
0: I think it's great. And I think it's great that you did it so quickly.
1: Yeah, and I think it's great that I had something to do. <laughs>
0: car. I have to. Um, I don't remember where I got the pattern for mine. That's not super cool. <laughs> <laughs> I had done the first... One I don't remember where I got that one either. I guess I'll just have to look them up and I will post them on the website when we do pictures.
1: Okay. That would be good. And the the nursery, we put a lot of work into that. It's almost done. Are all the decals up? Not all of them. I bought one set of decals off of Etsy that was like white birch trees and adorable little owls that sit on the little branches and it's super cute. That one is all up and ready. But while we were working on that we kind of both looked around and said, I think we need a few more trees. I think we need a few more animals. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I ordered a second pack, just a couple more trees. Uh, and then from another Etsy seller, a pack of forest animal friends. Cool. And neither of those have arrived yet. And I'm super antsy about it. The extra trees should be arriving tomorrow. We can put those up. And then the forest animals are lost in the mail system. Oh, they'll get there. (laughs) They'll get there, yeah. I'm very worried because they're from a different seller that the colors won't match quite right on the little forest animals because we had the white birch trees and then a few accent colors in the owls that Mm -hmm. came with the trees. I tried to pick the same or similar colors for the forest animals so it would look cohesive. And uh, you never know when you're looking at, like, a website if the colors really match or not wish me luck on that but it's coming out so nice and I can't wait as soon as we have all those up I will post some pictures it's it's really what I wanted it to be
0: awesome that's always satisfying when you have a vision and it actually comes out yeah the way you thought it would
1: (laughs) (laughs) and if the forest animals don't work out the owls are super cute and the trees are very nice the way it is so I, I didn't pay a lot of money for them So it's not a big loss if we don't use them.
0: Plus, I mean, even if they're not the exact right color, even though it may, you know, detract a little from your color scheme, I don't think that animals out in the forest actually coordinate their colors before they come out. (laughs) So maybe they should think about it. I think it'll still work.
1: (laughs) Okay. I'm just so excited to have the room done and staged and adorable.
0: I'm still working on that. My eldest (laughs) is six years old, and I'm like, hmm, what should I do with your room to make it look like a room? (laughs) Oh, well, that's me in a nutshell. (laughs) So I think that's it for this episode of Keeping Busy. We made some hand pies. We Mm -hmm. are planning on making some fudge, and we got some crafty yarn projects done. (laughs) Yes. I'm proud of us.
1: I'm proud of us, too. We really kept busy. (laughs) The next episode's gonna be our one year anniversary extravaganza.
0: So everybody's gonna listen in to find Heck out yeah. how crazy our fudge came out. If how we amazing. can
1: successfully make fudge for once. Yes. <laughs> we we both went through like the the old episodes and picked out the the things that we were saddest that we failed at. And fudge was on both of our lists. Yes. So this is gonna be a redemption episode.
0: Oh gosh, now you're putting the pressure on. I am. Wow, now I have to do it right. I might have to do more than one batch of fudge until I get it right.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I'll, then I'll lie and say it was my first one.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that sounds perfect.
1: All right. Check out our Facebook page for pictures of the meat pies and our crocheting projects. Uh, just search for "Keeping Busy Podcast on Facebook, and you can... Send us an email at keepingbusypodcast at gmail.com. Uh If you have any suggestions for fudge recipes that we will do wonderful jobs at.
0: No fail fudge. <laughs>
1: yeah, no fail fudge. I would definitely be interested in hearing about that. And I think that's it.
0: Yep. It sounds about right. So keep up, tune in, and until next time, we'll, we'll be, be keeping, keeping busy. busy.